Welcome to Reading, Writing, and Rain. This is a podcast about books, writing, and my writer's journey. I am your host, Rain Coleman, and you can follow me on Twitter at Coleman Rain, on Instagram at Reading, Writing, Rain, and now, of course, on YouTube and TikTok as Reading, Writing, Rain. When listening to this podcast, please feel free to use the hashtag RWRPod. I want you to share your thoughts and opinions, maybe answer some questions or ask some of me. Let's make this a conversation. You can also email me at readingwritingrain at gmail.com in case you have any additional thoughts, questions, and the like. Uh, so thank you all for joining me back here again for Reading, Writing, and Rain. Alrighty, so you guys, it's been a little minute, a little while, and a lot has happened. And oddly enough, a lot has happened very recently. So um, we're going to go over a few, just a few things for this installment. Um, Work, projects, and camp. I'll say that. Now... Okay, I'm just cut to the chase. The I lost an entire book, an entire draft gone. Backstory is I had a computer, um, and I've had it for a few years, and it was you know doing what it needed to do. But then it stopped doing what it needed to do, and I said, okay, I'll just get a new computer. I'll get a new one, and I'll you know I'll, I'll work it out. So I did. I got me a new computer, I got to writing, downloaded my Scrivener, got to drafting this second book. So this is the series that I have, I'll say I've been working on for a few years, um, but not consistently. The first installment has already been complete. I was currently working on the second one. Think of it more as a duet series. Um, who? okay, so I'm drafting the second version, and it's been kind of challenging i won't say difficult um i've joined tiktok and i've you know been posting some videos trying to you know join the community over there and i posted a few videos of just me you know writing quick i wouldn't say writing vlogs but like quick little like writing sessions and i put a substantial dent into this project just for i don't know what happened with my computer with the software anything but everything is gone now i'm going to again be transparent and let you know that i was heartbroken like to the point where i was close to tears and it's like you are a writer you are an author how in the hell does this happen an entire draft now that sounds bad and it is bad and i still low-key feel bad but the thing that hit me was one you need to do a better job at saving but that aside because scrivener does save like every like two seconds or something like it saves your work the other thing is i am okay now i i plotted this novel i outlined it and it's not a not a bare bones outline but it's a lot of detail but the way in which i outline is not um 
traditional because my outline looks sort of like a brain dump so i'll do my brain dump i'll get all the ideas and thoughts out that i have i'll sit on it for a while uh use my notes template in my phone and on the computer and like go through adding in details kind of combining things fleshing out some ideas and when i actually get down to the outlining phase depending on what the book is calling for be it a standalone a series or whatever that kind of alters how i outline with this one in particular it is there's a few different sections there's a few different parts of the book and i knew what events needed to happen where so i went through and did an outline and if you look at my outline for this second book it looks more or less like not necessarily an outline more or less like a few different it looks like an essay i'll say that so like every portion has all of the events that need to happen within it and it's you know chronologically listed bolded for importance color-coded all that and i think that's part of the reason why i was not devastated that i lost all that work sure that was time sure that was words but Having this outline, and even outline aside, I remember everything that I lost. I know exactly what's supposed to happen. But having that outline really, I think, stopped me from from having a nervous breakdown. And I'm, of course, I'm being um, dramatic, but it really did prevent me from having maybe a, a, a more um, painful reaction. Because I, be it today being next week or at the end of the year, I can go back and rewrite exactly what I had. Now, exactly in terms of um, things that happened, not in terms of wording, because I'm sure I won't get the exact wording down. But I also uh, told myself I'm going to look at this as an opportunity to sit with my anger and my upset for a minute, but then get out of it because this would technically be another draft yes i've written these words and yes i've lost them but i'm i'm taking into account the things that i wrote relying on my memory looking at my outline and coming up with an even better maybe cleaner um uh draft so where i was initially upset and i still you know feel some kind of way about it but i'm not um down in the dumps like i was when it first happened because let me tell you i scrambled i googled binged asked jeeved everything about how do i recover this work and it just there was no hope um but yeah i'm choosing to see this as a positive like this isn't even me trying to manifest or talk myself into feeling better i literally feel like Oh, well, this means you can redo it and you'll just do it better. Like you'll just um, take the key elements of what was written and lost and finish this draft. And I was a lot of words in, but one of the saving graces that the first, how many chapters I was in, I think 13 or 14 chapters in and my saving grace is that the first two had been like auto saved from before. So it was like, okay, that portion, not that it's more difficult, but that portion bridging uh, bridging the first book to the second was very important. And it, I remember when writing it, it was a little difficult to write, not because it was a bad series of, of events, but it was like, how do you start this now? How do, what are you going to do to, to start this second installment when you ended off on the first one in such a way that questions need to be answered? 
and I'm being cryptic intentionally, but um, let me know anything, uh, uh, writers, authors, and even just creatives out there. Have you recently or ever lost a good chunk of your work for whatever reason? And how did you respond to that? Like, cause I'm telling you, I was heartbroken, but it didn't last long. And I'm like, is it cause I'm growing as an adult? Is it because I have this outline? Is it because I'm confident in what I wrote? Like, what is it? Cause had this had been me 10 years ago, I probably would have <laughs> went into a depression. Oh gee. So yeah, creatives uh, and writers, let me know how, does this ha- has this happened to you? And then how do you, how did you react? How did you bounce back? Did it take a while? Um, because again, if we're looking at ten years ago, I would still continue writing, but I think my bounce back, for lack of a better term, would have been much longer than it is now. Because this happened just a day and a half ago, and I'm just like, oh, all right. Time to keep it moving. So yeah, let me know. Let me know your thoughts on that. And um, oh, man. And speaking of this series, like I was, I was writing both of these and trying to get them edited because I wanted a rapid release. Uh, but we'll see. That still may happen. So um, moving on. Nano Rimo Camp Nano Rimo uh, is fast approaching now. <laughs> I have been writing, uh, you know, for quite some time, for years, and last year, you know, started the podcast, uh, 2021, and I mentioned trying to write and write within the NaNoWriMo camps. Uh, There's one in April, one in July, and then one in November. Now, me, present day, I've been writing, like, every other day, at least four or five times a week, and... I've been so focused on my project, the one I lost, and, and others. I do have a few other things I'm working on. but I, And that, again, might be another reason why I'm not heartbroken that I lost that work. But that's neither here nor there. So I have been writing and been focused and, you know, been doing things that involve me reading and writing and consuming uh, bookish media and bookish content and author-type content that I honestly forgot about Camp NaNoWriMo. Like I started seeing the notifications pop up on social media and I was like, what the, what am I look like? What is happening? It was, it was this cognitive dissonance where I was like, it's not November yet. Oh no, the, this happens earlier in the year as well. And then also like, are we currently within the Camp NaNoWriMo space? No, uh, we're not. It is in April. So March is technically like a, a prepping month, I suppose. And so I thought about it. I was like, well, maybe I could get my words that I lost and maybe try to get those back in in April or even, you know, just kind of finish out the month and, and write what I lost and then you'll continue through April. And the more I think about it, it I don't really care now there's nothing against the camp there's nothing against NaNoWriMo nothing like that it's just I don't really think I want to do that (laughs) you know what I'm saying like I've attempted it before and for me personally I feel like the camp aspect is really and the NaNoWriMo in general is good and it's a good way to track words it's a good way to be involved in this community and feel like you know you have other people who are have a similar if not very same goal but at the rate at which I've been writing it can help I'm sure but it's just not something I want to focus on 
that particular word count per day or whatever is good and it's good to keep you on track and it's good if you need that or if it's just fun for you but i'm starting to realize that that's not something i think i'm interested in um within drafting this last version of my uh second uh part two of this little duet series i feel as if well not feel as if factually what happened is i logged more than you know, um, 1600 words a day. When I wrote, I was very much into the thousands. And even when I didn't, I made up for it like the next day or later on that day or whatever. So I don't, a word count is important. I think it's a good way to track your progress and see where you are. Uh, and you know, where, how you're improving. Also looking at your day where was I more stressed this day? Was I more relaxed? Did I have more free time? So I don't think it's bad to track work on at all. It's just when it comes to the NaNoWriMo thing, I'm in a space now where I'm not interested. Now, maybe July, July might be different. I might participate in, in, in November. I think I will intentionally plan on, like, I think that'll be my intention is to get a, get some work done in, in November. But as it stands right now, no, I'm not interested. I'm just trying to get <laughs> my current work finished. Now, just a quick recap. Uh, camp NaNoWriMo is a camp. It is a writing retreat. It is a writing collective, so to speak. Um, there's a few things. I'll just read off from the official NaNoWriMo website. Three different ways in which you can participate in Camp NaNoWriMo. The first... To participate in Camp NaNoWriMo, just announce a project. Then make sure to check associated with a NaNoWriMo event and select the current Camp NaNoWriMo event and select, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, and you can announce your project starting in March for April's Camp NaNoWriMo session and in June for July's Camp NaNoWriMo session. So that's cool. Uh, two, once you've done that, you should be ready to start tracking your project. You'll be able to start tracking your writing on April 1st through July 1st on our website. Cool. And three, once you've reached your writing goal, the site will automatically confirm your win and you'll receive a certificate celebrating your achievement along with a bunch of other winning goodies. Winner goodies, excuse me. Uh, that's pretty straightforward. And again, I'm not against Camp Nemorimo. I don't want it to seem that way, but just for me, me as for me in my house, no. <laughs> as for me right now, I'm not, I'm not really 100% interested in... Uh, and participating and again that may change i may wake up tomorrow or when this episode goes out and i'm like you know what maybe i should participate <laughs> so we'll see we'll see and let me know are you guys participating in camp nanowrimo um have you ever and if you haven't what's stopping you like if this is something that kind of piqued your interest or you you just found out about or you knew about for a while and you've been waiting for the right time you know why not why not go for it even if you don't meet the goal, which I think you set your own goal for the April and for the July versions. But for November, it is 60,000 or 50,000 words, something like that. But uh, Camp NaNoWriMo, are you participating, yeah or nay? And why not? Why or why not? Camp NaNoWriMo. Okay, so <laughs> switching gears a bit, I may have an editor. So, I've been writing for years, decades even, honestly, and I enjoy it. Uh, I've always enjoyed writing. It's been great creative writing, writing essays, even when it came to homework. If it had a writing element, I was all for it. I, When I lost that 
whole draft of that second book in that duet series, what I told myself was, you need to get the ball rolling. So my plan was to um, finish up the draft for the first installment and then the second one, which I was doing. And then my next step was to find an editor, have them edit those two, give me a cover designer, you know, prepare the books to be released, do a rapid release, wham, bam, bing, bong, bitty, bitty, bumba, you're done. Now, where I, when I lost that work and I was like kind of down on myself for that first maybe 30 minutes to an hour, I told myself, okay, you can rewrite this, you can do this, fine. But if we're going to start over, you need to get the ball rolling. And so I was like, okay, well, with the first one, the first installment is already done. Like, it's a complete story. There's Going back, the only thing that needs to be done is for it to be edited. As far as the story, I've told the story I want to tell. It, it came out how I wanted it. Of course, with an editor, I'm open to suggestions and whatnot. But the very core, basicness of the story that's done there is no changing that and there's no more drafts to go through as far as um continuity and and content so i said you know what get you a freaking editor so being on social media being on uh tiktok and being on youtube and whatnot kind of searching not necessarily searching for an editor but like searching through bookish media i've i came across a few ladies actually and i love their content i love the tips they were giving out i love the because a lot of it applies and a lot of times people think that because you're a writer that you're just so great at writing and that's not always the case and I, I say that to say you talk about grammar even punctuation you get my first draft and you go it's gonna look like world war three on that page because i just be writing trying to get the story out and even then when i do my little run-throughs here and there it's not always the greatest and i say this to say that i'm sure you guys know this but authors writers and whatnot are not always great when it comes to editing they're always great when it comes to uh, seeing the issues with your own work because it's your work and you're close to it. Be it homework, be it creative writing, be it a book, be it memoir or whatever. You, as the creative, don't always catch everything. So that being said, I was like, okay, I have to give me an editor. At least get this first book started and worked on so that when you go through with the second the first can already be done or close to being finished or like you have a goal that you're working towards. I said, okay, that, that works. So I met with an editor today and it was such a painless experience. <laughs> Not that I thought they were going to beat me or anything, but I was just like, man, this thing, like this is real. This is becoming more and more real now. Like you have to do the work. You, it's you're you're a writer if you're writing something. You're a writer if you're not writing something. If you consider yourself a writer, that's what you are. You put out that work. But that being said, now there's other parts to this process that I had not um, have any that I don't have any experience with professionally. I mean, I've had stuff edited before, you know, schoolwork and whatnot. But like having this baby that I've created actually go through the process of being shooken up and critiqued and makeovered and and taken care of and it's it's it is it's interesting 
and the process just started so it's not like we're knees deep in anything and i might very well go a different way we might be a great fit we might not but as it stands right now i'm very happy with what i've um experienced so far and even prior to speaking just the social media presence and the content for me i said okay this is someone who i would love to uh, be affiliated with. This is someone who I, I'm enjoying what I I'm picking up what they putting down and I would love for them to, um, to have some sort of, uh, input or involvement with my own work. And though I, this is my first kind of venture into a professional, not professional. Well, yeah, I'll just say professional for lack of a better word or term I'm into a professional, writing space so i don't have a whole lot to compare this person to i will say i am thoroughly enjoyed everything i've gotten so far and i feel comfortable that's another thing i think when you're dealing with someone in service or and or in um a space where you're giving your money you know what I'm saying you give your money you give your time i think that it is very important to feel comfortable. Be you at a, a restaurant, of course, you want your waiter or waitress or whatnot to be pleasant or at the very least professional. Um, be you at the gas station, you, know, you don't want to go and pay for gas and have a person cussing you out, you know. So those are extreme examples. But long story short, I really enjoyed my conversation, our conversation, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. And that's what this podcast is for, you know, to document my writer's journey. <laughs> and so it's like I'm, I feel like I'm really now stepping up and stepping into this writerdom, this authordom, um, I liken it to being an adult, like going to high school, college, whatever, post-high post, post high school world, and then you turn around, and now it's been 10 years since you graduated high school, you're paying bills, you might have kids, you maybe moved away from home, you're registering your car, you're paying your taxes, and it's like, whoa, when did I become an adult? <laughs> and I feel the same way with this, it's like, I've been doing this for honestly my entire life since I've been able to pick up a pencil and I've turned around and it's like, Oh, you're, this is happening, huh? So I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I'm, I'm going to keep you guys abreast of what's going on. Um, but I'm excited and I'm happy to be in this space now. And it was a good, a good, this is the very thick silver lining to the dark cloud that was me losing that whole draft. Like, and it seems like that quote unquote bad thing happened and all of these other kind of revelations and good things came from it. So I'm not heartbroken at all. <laughs> so that's that. And y'all let me know what about you like have you um have you used an editor are you an editor and let me know what that process is like so if you're someone who is an editor how is it getting clients how is it how is that initial process for you like is there a a, a meeting like a, a call that you might have to set up before is there a consultation is there just you know send me a work and we'll do this or you know how does that process look for you as an editor and then for you as the creative person who has an editor what does that look like for you how was it your first time having a piece of your work not critiqued by peers or even beta readers, but by someone who's going to go through and 
edit, chop up, manipulate your work? How did that feel? How was that process? You know, mentally, how did, how were you in that moment? You know, and then was it exciting? <laughs> like I'm discussing it or was it just like, eh, they're doing their job. <laughs> so let me know. Let me know you all. And who, okay. So this last little bit of news or yeah, news or whatever, I am, I have a few, much like I'm sure lots of writers, there are some projects that are out there that we have that have not been completed. Maybe they've been started. Maybe they've been outlined or brainstormed or whatnot. But there's one in particular that like lit a fire under me. And I remember being on Twitter and saying, oh, this is my next project like I was rushing not rushing as far as quality but rushing like getting my words out for the draft that I lost because I'm like I want to get to the end I want to have this edited and I want to move on not because the book isn't good but I have another that is like there so it was an idea that came to me I wrote down a few thoughts associated with it but the longer I kind of sat there the longer the silence creeped in the longer that time with yourself was there was there so whatever uh the longer all of that happened the more this idea grew i mean it grew it grew legs and it was off to the races so i have now i don't have an outline quite yet but the extensive brain dump and Everything affiliated with that mood boards, music, all like all of that is so much, so much. The I don't know, it's a lot. And what I am learning about myself is back in the day, I could write and then have an idea, you know what do they call them plot bunnies or story bunnies or whatever where you get this idea of another story and like okay let me just jot that down and keep on going now me back in the day that's how i mess around and got like five manuscripts that i'm currently working on and when i say currently i mean it's that i know where they are and i kind of look at them here and there and some have even become full books that i've written i just have not edited yet that being said this go round, I'm thinking it's just by writing continuously and being hyper focused on this being a career move for you, for myself. That now, when this new idea popped up, the sheer amount of notes, ideas, concrete um, things that I want to include. I mean, from geography again to music to culture, like that, like kind of just spilled out of me, is astounding. Whereas if this had been me ten years ago, you know, I would have maybe wrote down some ideas and and talked it out and this and that. And I've done it. I've I've talked it out with a few folks and gotten a little bit of feedback. But I see the difference, and I may not be explaining it well enough, but I I can see and I can feel the difference in this me from 2022 versus me from 2012 and this is like almost night and day and i am so excited for what's coming like i'm uh you don't understand but then also my excitement for this new project has in no way dampened my excitement for the lost draft we'll call it that the lost draft um yeah, I'm still just as excited in that. And it's a, it's an entirely different type of story, type of book, genre, all of that. But I'm still like, oh, 
I want both of these, you know, uh, projects out. You know, I just, whew, I don't know. So even talking about it now, I'm like, oh, wait, I can move this around. I could do that. I like this character. I like this imagery. So I don't know, I'm just, I'm just excited for this new project. And that being said, it's, it's being worked on. So it'll come out when it's due. I don't have, I'm not rushing to get it complete. I am more or less just excited to have it done, to work on it. Versus like, oh, I want to get this book out. I want to sell it. I want people to read it. Like, this is like, I'm enjoying this process because this book is taking me on a journey. I kid you not. This one ooh, is taking me on a journey. Uh, so let me know, what do you do? What do you do? Be you a writer or just a creative in general? What do you do when you have a project that you're working on? And you might even have a deadline, but something else is pulling at you. Do you like set your main thing aside and kind of work on this new thing? Do you write down your notes and move on? Like what is your process? And even like be you a podcaster or a writer or, you know, an artist, um, an illustrator or whatnot. Like what do you do? And um, do you have any any tips for folks who might get distracted easily or they get that nagging feeling from a project that just needs to be seen, needs that attention. What do you do (laughs) now? Switching gears (laughs) for the last time, let's talk about what I'm reading. So I have recently picked up a few books, a few audiobooks, and I only started two of them. Now, there is one uh, titled Animal by Quan, and there was a book talker, a young lady, who I'm sorry, book booktuber, who had this in one of her wrap-ups. She did a wrap-up video, or a haul, rather, for urban uh, novels. Uh, I forget her name. If I can remember her name and channel, I will link them below in the comments. There is another book called Like a Sister by Kelly Garrett, and that one I saw Kelly on Twitter, I believe, and she did an unboxing of her book, and I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and download that book. Um, I have not started those two, and then there is Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. I went ahead and downloaded that one. I started that one. It's a book that I had been wanting to read for a few years, or it's been on my mind, and for whatever reason, I just never pulled the trigger. But now, I have that one, and I started it, and it's relatively short. Uh, I think it's about six or seven hours, and so I'll be listening to that. And then there's Blood Scion by Deborah um, Falei. I believe I'm saying that right. If I'm saying it wrong, uh, charge it to my head and I'm a heart. But it is a beautiful freaking cover. Like, oh, like no other. And I'm, I'm excited. It was recommended by a lot of uh, book talkers. And just the cover alone, I would have picked this up anyways. But I am excited to get through this one and, and, and listen uh, listen to the story. And that's the type of story where, I, of course, I would enjoy reading it. But I do want to... Uh, get it in audio because of the fantasy, fantastical elements of it. I want to have that story told to me, kind of like a bedtime story. So yeah, let me know what you guys are reading. What is currently on your to-be-read list, and what are you reading currently? Like, if you're reading something right now, this week, or whatnot, or even what books have you recently finished? Let me know. And if it's something you think I would enjoy... Please, by all means, share it with me. Uh, use that hashtag RWRPod 
on social media and uh, mainly Twitter. That's you know that's where you can catch me and on TikTok as well. Speaking of, make sure to go over to TikTok and follow me, Reading Writing Rain. Just uh, you know, interact. Let's make this a conversation. Let's make this a little community. I want to talk my mess. Enjoy these videos, videos that folks is posting. I found a lot of dope artists, like um, graphic artists, illustrators, uh, fashion. The fashion girls and guys are over there killing it. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying that space of social media, that space of the internet, and. Yeah, so hit me up on Instagram, Reading Writing Rain, and Twitter, Coleman Rain, at Coleman Rain, and follow me on there. Talk to me. I'm always open for some conversation, for some a little, a little camaraderie, a little talking stuff. Uh, I have recently done a quick little live tweet on Bel Air. Uh, and I've, I've been enjoying Bel Air. So if you want to hear my thoughts on Bel Air, go on over there. And there are a few other movies and shows that I'll kind of live tweet through and, and, and book stuff that I am just, uh, using that Twitter profile more or less like a little journal, little, little daily diary. Um, I do log like my word counts and stuff. Got some, just some, some nice little photos and music and whatnot. So go ahead and follow me over there at Reading Writing Rain on Instagram and at Coleman Rain on Twitter. Uh, and answer the questions there. Let me know, you know, what you're reading. Let me know if you are going to be participating in Camp NaNoWriMo. Let me know about your experience with an editor or if you are an editor, your experience with your clients. Maybe your first couple clients you've had. And also... The dreaded losing of work. Let me know what happens. What What did you do? How did you respond if that happened to you before? And now that you heard my story, please learn from my mistakes. Don't just learn from yours. Learn from mine. Please save, save, save. If you are currently writing, hit that save button four times for me. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all, this has been episode seven of Reading, Writing, and Rain. I do appreciate you all for following me on this journey so far, listening to my ramblings, and hopefully offering me some, uh, you know, some, some community. <laughs> Let me know when, if you uh, benefited from any of this conversation, if you have some suggestions, and, you know, again, make this a conversation. So until next episode, you guys follow me on that Twitter, Coleman Rain, on that Instagram, Reading Writing Rain, on that TikTok, Reading Writing Rain, on that YouTube, Reading Writing Rain, if you can see a theme here. And um, come on back next time. I want you to go out there, read something, go out there, write something, and come back and tell me Rain.